in jackets. The storm warden's gaze dropped. He laid a slim, capable hand on the doorframe, careful to move slowly without threat. I will come. Give me a minute to bank the fire. Onskiera stepped inside. A low mutter arose at his back, and someone spat. If the sorcerer noticed, he gave no sign. The distant sigh of the breakers filled the interval until his return. A grey cloak, banded with black, hooded his silver head, and in his hand he carried a knotted satchel of dyed leather. Somehow he had guessed his summons might be permanent. No one from Imril Khan had seen either satchel or cloak since the sorcerer's arrival five winters past. A tear in the clouds spilt sunlight like guilt over the shore flats. Onskiera paused. His eyes swept across the rocky spit of land he had chosen as home and fixed on the ocean's horizon. The fisherman stirred uneasily, but a long interval passed before Onskiera recalled his attention from the sea. He barred the cottage door. I am ready. He moved among them, his landsman's stride sharply delineated from the rolling gait of the fisherman. Through the long walk over the tor, he did not speak, and never once did he look back. Angled like a gull's nest against the cliff overlooking the harbour, Aidan's landing was visible to the storm warden and his escort long ahead of arrival. Towering over the familiar jumble of shacks, stacked salt barrels and drying fishnets was a black crosshatch of rigging. Five warships rowed at anchor. A sixth was warped to the fish's wharf. The town streets, normally empty at noon, seethed with activity, clotted here and there by dark masses of men-at-arms. Onskiera paused at the Tor's crest and pushed his hood back. King's men? A gust of wind hissed through the grass at his feet, perhaps summoned by him as warning of his first stir of anger. But his voice remained gentle, is this why you called me? The ugly man clenched his hands. Onsierra, don't ask! He gestured impatiently down the trail. The sorcerer remained motionless. Mordan, he has a right to know! The other's outburst sounded anguished and reluctant. Five years he has served as storm warden, and not a life lost to the sea! He deserves an answer at least. Mordan's lips tightened and his eyes flinched away from the sorcerer. We cannot shelter you. I did not ask shelter. Onskiera sought the one who had spoken on his behalf and found he knew him, though the boy had grown nearly to manhood. Tell me, Amien. The young man flinched unhappily at the mention of his name. Emien, why do king's ships and king's men trouble with Imril Khand? Emien drew a shaking breath and stared at hands already deeply scarred by hours of hauling twine. Stormwarden, a constable waits at the fisherman's barrel with a writ sealed by the king. Onskiera contemplated the sky's edge. And... Cordain's blessed fires! Emien's blasphemy was laced with tears. 
Warden, they call you murderer. They tell of a storm that arose from the sea and tore villages, boats and cattle from the shore of Tyrrell Eneth. You're doing, they said. The boy faltered. Warden, they say you watched, drunk with laughter, as the people screamed and drowned. And they carry with them a staff marked with the device you wore when you first arrived here. A falcon ringed with a triple circle. Onskiera said softly, I know it well. Thank you, Emien. The boy stepped back, startled into fear at the sorcerer's acceptance. The penalty for malign sorcery was death by fire. Then it's true? We all have enemies. Onskiera stepped firmly onto the trail, and around him the wind dwindled to ominous stillness.